Hello and welcome to When Worldviews Collide, a radio series led by Pastor Barbara Holmes Brackett, in which we discuss the differences between socialistic and Christian worldview. How are you doing today, Barbara? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty great. And today we are doing our second segment on economics, which is God's plan for work. And part of that is we discussed last week um, is stewardship. Now, what is stewardship? Stewardship is watching over other people's stuff. <laughs> that's simply. a pretty technical thing to say, isn't right. it? Right. That's exactly what it is. No. It doesn't belong to you, but you are responsible for not only taking care of it. It's not just taking care of it. It's causing increase to whatever you've been given. That's God's definition of stewardship. And we see that in the Bible several times. Jesus even talks about, with parables a couple of times, the idea that what we are given needs to be increased when it's returned to those who it belongs to. And why is that important? It's, it's important for the, for the plan that he has for the planet and for us. Mm. We're always, we talked about this, um, actually we talked about this before in going from glory to glory to glory. He's always taking us to another level in, in him. Mm. And so he wants us to do that with, with what he's given us. The talents he's given us, the, the things that he gives us to work with. We're always to be improving and making sure that our homes are staying in good repair and that mm. our land is in good repair. He's always asking that of us. Because we do go from glory to glory to glory in him. And we notice, too, that when, I don't know about anyone else, but I certainly get fidgety when I'm not working and, like, being productive. And it makes me actually feel kind of sick and, like, a little icky after, like, more than a week of not doing anything, like vacationing, you know? Well, that goes along with what the Bible says. He says if a man doesn't work, they shouldn't eat. And after about a week, he'd probably be really hungry. <laughs> so it, he's saying that if you expect to eat, I expect you to do something about that. I, I expect you to earn mm. the money that you need to buy it. Or I, I expect you to do the planting and the weeding and the harvesting and the preparation yourself. Mm. And so that kind of comes with implications that God requires of workers uh, a certain work ethic. And we have a couple of things written down here that I'd love for you to expound upon. Um, one of them being respect in a workplace. How is that important? Well, the Bible tells us that we are to honor. If our whole culture in the Bible, and as has the Lord expects us to act toward one another, is with honor. And his first, the first time we really see that in, 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 in like a statement of do this, is in the Ten Commandments. Mm. Children, honor your parents in the Lord, for this is right, that you may live long on the earth. So he says, I expect you to honor, honor them. He doesn't give, well, if they're good. Mm. He says, honor them. And so there is something about the position that someone holds that in God's scheme of things and his worldview that says, when they hold a position that is over you, your due diligence is honor. Mm. Right. And we see that a couple of times, too, when it comes to kings and officials in the Bible that were ungodly. And God still said that we need to respect the position that they're in. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because of that authority. 
It's you have to be really careful what you say, mm. because you reap what you sow. So if you're if you're doing or saying anything that does not show respect and honor, you better watch out because what's going to happen to you is you're going to you're going to end up having that happen to you in the places that you are over other people. Right. So bosses, beware. Mm. Yeah, and that's like really important too because when we talk about work ethic, it's often implied that we mean, you know, the employees. But the employers are held to maybe slightly different but still very important standards in regards to their employees and how they should be treated with respect. Yes. In Colossians 4.1, it says masters and bondservants because that was the culture then, but this is bosses and employees. Bosses, treat your employees justly and fairly, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Mm. The Lord is telling us right there, I'm going to hold you responsible at your level. Mm. So if you're the boss, I'm expecting you to treat your employees justly and fairly. Mm. No special treatment for one versus another. It's all re- it's all relative to to whether or not they're working for you and 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 what they're producing for you. Mm. Now that doesn't mean that you would allow an employee to come to work, get paid, but do nothing. Right. That's, 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 you get fired for that. Right. <laughs> it's nonsense. It's a non, it doesn't make sense. It, it just doesn't. So when we think about honoring one another with our resources and with our attitude, it's also about um, how we value their time both ways with this, where being punctual and having a good attitude when you go into work, which I've certainly had some some coworkers who didn't quite understand that. Valid point. Mm-hmm. The Lord's in Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. Mm. You are serving the Lord Christ. What he's saying there is employees, when you go to work, you are literally working for the Lord Jesus Christ. He's your actual boss. Mm. And we know that work is important because in the Hebrew, the root word for work and worship is exactly the same word. Mm. So when you have unethical business practices, either as a boss or as an employee, there is judgment. And what the Bible tells us in Ezekiel 27 is you have defiled the sanctuary by your unethical business practices. That's pretty bad. Oh, yeah. The ramifications was death. Mm. Little, it's, it gives little us extreme. The, <laughs> it, would, it would appear so, but that's how important it is to God. Mm. He expects excellence out of everything we do because we represent him. And he is excellent in all that he does. And kind of a spinoff of that would be that you treat one another with fairness. God requires justice in a workplace. That people receive fair treatment. That, yes, you should honor authority, but not abuse it. And that you should uh, compensate your workers fairly, especially when they're doing a good job. That they should earn more positions. They can get promoted. They can earn more wages. You know, you know what? what's a really important concept that a lot of Christian business people don't realize 
is the responsibility that a, a an employer has toward the employee. Mm. The employ your job is is to produce a good service mm-hmm. and to bring your employees up to the very highest level that you can. Mm. And and a lot of a lot of people don't do that. I have literally had people that came to work for me and found out that they were not called by God to do what they were doing in my office. Mm. One of them became an incredible nurse. Mm. Another one had already even completed his degree in accounting, but was the most amazing man working with with in group homes taking care of people who don't can't take care of themselves. I have never seen such a caring person mm. who absolutely caused those people to maximize their potential. And that's what a boss is supposed to do. You maximize that person's calling mm. and recognize the calling. In in Deuteronomy 35, 30 to 35, there is in there it tells about the very first person who is said to be filled with the Spirit of God. And the four C's to find out what is the calling that God has on their lives and to make sure they get there to the point of the fourth C is to commission them. Mm. And one of the C's is character. Right. This man was said to be filled with the Holy Spirit, which gave him the character of Christ, which allowed him to be excellent. And that's like the the two other things that we were talking about with work ethic that are so important uh, kind of go hand in hand because when we're born, God gives us skills and talents that are inherent to us. Um, And we notice that as we get older and we're in jobs that don't quite reflect or use those passions and talents, we aren't as productive. We feel that we aren't as diligent. And so God calls us to be in areas that use the talents that he gave us to fulfill his purpose. And subsequently we work hard and we complete tasks. So see how important it is to find out what God's plan and purpose is for you Mm -hmm. rather than I, I I met with this young man one time and, and actually it was a young woman and, and she voiced to me, she was going into a certain profession and she said, I hope that's what God wants. And I'm thinking it's way too late to find out what God wants mm-hmm. after you've spent four years going to college and then probably preparatory stuff in high school. Mm-hmm. And then by the way, say, God, is this what you want? Right. It's, it's, it, it's important for, I hate to get off into family, but let's do it just for a second. It's important for mothers and fathers to see the calling and purpose in the lives of their children and then train them up, mm-hmm. train up a child. And when it is young, it would, uh, when it was and when it's old, it will not depart. Train your children to where they're supposed to be, their calling. Train your employees to their calling, and when they're older, they will fulfill the calling and purpose that God gave them. Mm. It's a nurturing process. Seems funny to be saying that there's nurturing involved in a workplace, but there is. Right, and so I guess like now that we we see all of these things, and there are so many facets and important ones to what. God says is a good Christian work ethic, but in contrast, does socialism have a, a steady work work ethic? Oh yeah, work if you feel like it, <laughs> and if you don't feel like you don't have to, because other people will pay their taxes and the government will support you, and you can do whatever it is you like to do in your state of nothingness. So, 
socialism does not force people to work. The Bible, however, does. Mm. The Bible tells us if a man doesn't work, he will not eat. Mm. That's pretty that's pretty tough. Right. You you are not allowed to eat if you don't do what your calling and purpose is in God. Right. And so that is obviously a lack of incentive to oh, work yeah. at all. Right. Which is actually, yeah. Unbiblical. Like we were just totally unbiblical. About. So then next week we're going to be discussing since this week was all about work and how to earn that money effectively. Now we're going to learn on the coming days what we are meant to do with the wealth that we generate from those godly principles. So uh, you can tune in same time and same place next week to hear all about our third portion of economics before uh, we venture into some more facets of worldview that we haven't previously discussed. So thank you so much. Same time, same place next week. And we look forward to seeing you then. Bye-bye. Bye now.